Hey, hey, welcome back, guys. Happy Monday. Welcome back to Sip with Joy. It seems like this this week, this month has gone by so fast. And yeah, I'm tired, y'all. I don't know about you all, but I'm tired. I don't know why I feel tired today, but I do. It's been a long day. So um, yeah, welcome back again for another episode of Sip with Joy. Thanks for rocking with me another week. Let me get my act together over here. Tell y'all what I'm drinking on. Um, but if this is your first time tuning in to Sip With Joy, this is a show about a girl, her wine, and her feelings. And I am that girl. I am your host, Joy M. Hutton. I am a serial entrepreneur and lover of food and wine. So, yeah, welcome back. And we're going to get into it. Hey, Elsie. Hey, Just Lee. Hey, Max. Hey, Nita. Thank you guys so much for tuning in so today i am drinking a beaujolais i know it sounds real fancy right but i'm drinking a beaujolais this is from france it's made from the gamay grape and as always if you're following me on instagram at sip with joy you know i do the sip of the day where i cover exactly what i'm drinking on this week's episode Mm, it's so good this is one of my faves hey tiffany all right so um yeah i don't know about you all but um this year is already going by very fast and yeah i'm just like slow down january went by fast i'm like i need i need to celebrate my birthday again (laughs) so anyway uh let's get into this topic which is what is my plan b if i don't get married so this guys was prompted by a reel that i did on instagram and that was the the question uh you know you have you hear you have someone talking and then you answer the question y'all know i get silly with the reels but it's real life okay these are issues that i actually experience in real life hey robin so the question was um what is your plan b if no one marries you and i'm like you know Okay, so the response was this woman's voice saying, you know, she eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. And, you know, I don't think that's a bad plan, (laughs) you know, because first of all, why is this even a question? Like, who said that marriage was plan A? Tell, Tell me who said that, okay? And then two, Marriage is not the end-all, be-all. Three, not everybody wants to be married. And four, marriage marriage does not mean having it all. It does not equal the standard for success. And it certainly does not mean true happiness. Now, does that mean that I don't want to get married again? And yes, I said again because I was divorced, so been there, done that. And no, that's not the case. I do, um, I do want to get married again. Um, but when I got divorced, I was turning, I want to say I was turning 36. It seems so long ago. Now I'm 41. Yeah. I was turning 36 a few months after we separated. And the first thing I honestly thought about was, will I ever have children? Like that was the first thing on my mind. 
so I was thinking to myself, oh my God, I'm 36 years old. I don't have any children. You know, what am I going to do? And getting married again was the furthest thing <laughs> from my mind, especially after the type of the type of divorce that I went through. I was like, you know, I don't know if I want to do this again. But it's unfortunate that we have to abide this y'all, I hate this earpiece. Week after week this this earpiece gives me problems. And it's because I have small ears. So I have to find another another thing <laughs> to fit in my tiny ear holes. But anyway, um, it's unfortunate that we have to abide by a biological clock, but unfortunately, it's, it's the reality, and each person has to decide what's important to him or her, because men, y'all got decisions to make as well. <laughs> hey, Lydia, it's the small ears. That's it. It's the small ears. So again, I, I do want to be married, but I'm also not pressed. Especially with the way my dating life has been going uh, and has gone <laughs> and the number of marriages that I've seen fall apart, including my own and the number of couples that I know who are mis miserable. And I know y'all like, oh my God, Joy, you're so pessimistic. Stop being pessimistic. But I'm just being real. These are real conversations that I'm having with people. And these are real things to talk about. And, you know, at this point, I've turned it over to God. And only he knows who is for me. And I'm not forcing it. So, you know, again, what if I don't get married? Um, I don't, I think I'll be okay. And, you know, if I don't get married, it obviously wasn't in God's plans. And, you know, I'm just going to travel and eat bread and desserts and get all fat and sassy. <laughs> so that, to me, does not sound like a bad plan. But um, as far as children, that's still important to me. And I think you can have children whether you have a man or not. And so if I don't have any on my own, then I definitely want to adopt and that's something that I've gone back and forth on because I don't want to be a single mom but I don't have to be a single mom there are plenty of women that I know that have had children and then they met they met their late their mates later so you know I I'm still keeping hope alive y'all okay so um, and hopefully those of you who who want a partner or who want to be married or have kids out there that don't you know you keep hope alive too so, um, but I just feel like there are so many stigmas out there about how we should be doing things. Like there's an order of operations. Like we, you, you got to meet the man or the woman, get married, buy a house, have a baby, get the dog. You know, it's just like there's supposed to be this blueprint to, to the life that you should have. And I just, I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, and, uh. <laughs> Max, you're keeping hope alive as well. Yeah, you, you got to keep hope alive. You know, there there is hope, Max. I believe that there is hope. <laughs> um, but there are so many things outside of marriage that we project onto others, you know. And then, you know, I tell people all the time, don't, don't put pressure on me. Me and God have conversations so he knows where I stand, you know, before, before his child goes off on the deep end. So he knows exactly what I need. And we're all good over here. So, um, but as far as like projecting onto others, you know, like I said, I mentioned the kid thing, you know, as a woman, it's almost as if you don't like you're shamed or you're looked down upon if you don't want kids or if you don't have them. 
And everybody don't want kids. Kids are expensive and it's hard raising kids. So everybody don't want kids. So stop putting pressure on people. It's like you turn a certain age. You know, people are like, you don't want kids. Uh, you get married. When you going to have kids? You have the first baby. When you going to have the next one? Like, calm down. <laughs> um, yes, Lydia said it's all in the timing of life. Absolutely. Like, it's just so much pressure. So much pressure. Like, stop putting pressure on people. People operate on their own timeline. And like I said earlier, they prioritize the things that are important to them. And what may be important to you may not be important to the next person. What's important to me now is having a baby. I want a man. But, you know, sometimes the order of operations doesn't doesn't pan out that way. Um so yeah, you all can drop some others that you can think of, you know, like even with getting a degree, I remember when, you know, I was dating and people were like, you need to date a man with a degree and that's on the same level as you and not all people that have a degree are doing things. And then I know some multi-million dollar people that do not have a degree and they're doing just fine. So again, like projecting things onto people and I just think, I just think that's not fair. So we gotta we gotta operate on our own timelines, as as Lydia said out here, and and what's important to us. So I'm manifesting and praying, you know, for the life that I want, and hopefully you guys are too. But I read something earlier today that said, in order to manifest, you must have faith. And I thought that was so powerful because a lot of the times we, you know, we practice these gratitude exercises. We, we manifest, manifest, manifest and put things on our vision board, for example. And then we don't even believe that these things can really happen. So how can you manifest something that you don't even have faith in? And I think that's so powerful because you have to have faith. You got to believe that it's go going to happen. And I can't say that that's always been easy or it always is easy. So when you feel like you're you're constantly being backed up against a wall with whatever it is, whether it's a job situation, dating, whatever, like when you're just being backed up against the wall, it's hard to kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel, if you will. So, um, you know. It, it's it's kind of hard to be optimistic all the time, guys. And that's just being real. And I told one of my friends that I'm no longer stressing about dating. You, you have to take each situation for what it is until you get to the, the one you want. And I remember my therapist told me that it's easy to meet people you are misaligned with and it's hard to meet people that you are aligned with and you know this comes with a lot of patience <laughs> so are you willing to kiss some more frogs to get to that person are you willing to sit it out sit on the bench and wait till that person comes along you know you have to decide what's right for you max said i think people like to rush things and i've learned to have patience and just wait absolutely LC said people seem to think you need to do certain things by a certain time in your life I don't want to get married at 60 but if it happens like that it happens does it matter when exactly it really shouldn't matter when and it's like why are people so concerned about what other people are doing live your life you want to get married at 22 good for you you know but don't put that pressure on me and I'm not you know I'm in a place now where I'm willing to be more patient 
because I was married before and there were a lot of things that I learned from that marriage and from from dating post uh post divorce and so I've learned a lot I've learned a lot about dating I've learned a lot about what I really want I've learned a lot about myself you know you grow and evolve and you would like that to be growing together with someone but you grow and you evolve and so you know it's it's uh it's not always going to be according to somebody else's timeline so um so yeah I just told my friend I'm not stressing about um about dating anymore like it's what will be will be and I was talking to um, a male friend of mine last week, and he was like, ah, I can't believe you're having a hard time out here, you know, date, dating. You, you got all these options. No, <laughs> I don't, especially when you look at that. Really, what options do you really have as a woman these days? And I ain't even going to go into that right now. And he said, he was like, well, it's hard out here for men as well. And I do believe that. I'm not saying that it's not hard out here for men but I would like to know what makes it hard for men because I think the biggest difference is that men have more options than women you know like you in most metropolitan cities it's like an 11 to 1 ratio so y'all got a lot of pickings and so he was saying um so the guy's response was he's he said that well I just don't feel like women are bringing enough to the table See, and I was just like, wow, but what are you bringing to the table exactly? You know, so I thought that was a very interesting perspective. And because we were in a group, we didn't really go into a whole conversation because I was about to go in on what he said, because I'm like, what do you really mean? And who are you? Who are you out here dating? Because that says something about how you're choosing people. Okay, let's see. Um, Tiffany said relationships are certainly individual take time to really figure out what you want in your marriage exactly and even to that point Tiffany like I think people also have to figure out what this we talked about this on last week's episode and this was just in relations to in, in relation to sex but this is with anything you have to figure out what you want as a person before you can demand anything from anybody else like you have to know exactly what makes you tick and and what what you don't like all of that before you start making demands on somebody else and before you start having expectations from someone else um lc said some people who were married at the right time are now divorced listen <laughs> you better say it I, i'm you know so it's just we yeah it, it's it's a lot and you also have to be committed to doing the work you know a lot of people say they want to be married I was talking to another friend of mine she was like are you sure you want to be married again why don't you just why don't you just date she was like because marriage is a lot of work you got to see that person every day I was like I know I've been married before <laughs> I know how this works but I'm at a I'm at a stage where I want a companion. I'm not a dating person. I'm a relationships a, a relationship person. So I like to be in a relationship. I like to have one partner, and I just can we just be happily ever after, and that's it. That's all I want. You know, I'm a lover. <laughs> um, 
but yeah you know so like i said earlier it's people who are who are miserable yeah you said yes i'm a goat you know we love hard we just we just want to love and be loved <laughs> um but i'm excited about next week's episode because we're gonna have um uh our guests on our last guest because next week is a se- season finale before i go take my break um it seems like it's been like 12 weeks but it's only seven and well, next week will be eight but next week's guest is going to be bishop greg davis and he's going to talk about you know he has an interesting perspective on what men and women bring to the table and ladies i i feel like he's on our side <laughs> but he has a he has an interesting perspective and a lot of the things that we talk about as women he kind of brings these points up to men you know so bring your relationship questions you know like he feels like you know you go on dates men should pay uh if you're in uh marriage you know men should pay the mortgage so he has some different different um perspectives on things and so i'm excited to talk to him about other things that uh, that we talk about in terms of relationships you know he believes that you should date multiple people you know instead of just putting all your eggs in one basket so bring your relationship questions or send them to me you can dm me on sift with joy if you want um me to answer those questions yes max it is the season finale next week I got to take breaks in between because otherwise I'll be like, all right, y'all, I'm tired. I ain't coming back. So I got to take my breaks in between. And March is going to be a really busy month for me. So this is a perfect break um, after next week. And let's see. Tiffany said, and also figure out what you are willing to compromise because you will not always get your way. Absolutely. Reasonable expectations. And I've heard other people say like, having expectations it's even hard because when you have expectations and that person doesn't live up to your expectations then you're mad so is it expectations or should we just accept people for who they are and work within that space expectations are tricky because you do want to have expectations but then it's like are you forcing people to to be who you want them to be so that that's definitely um something i've talked about before with in terms of relationships and i remember that was an exercise my pastor had made me and my ex-husband do like what are your expectations your top 10 expectations of one another and guess what the expectations weren't met and then you know you're upset when those expectations are met but that's not really who that person is so it's like are you are you setting yourself up for failure with that um but yes you the key word there tiffany was reasonable expectations because sometimes our standards are way too high of people and they're not going to meet them anyway max said interesting what's your thoughts on dating multiple people so as i was saying before i i'm not i'm just not i'm not good at dating i don't like dating I prefer to have one per- one person, one partner, and I just feel like having multiple people just complicates things for me. Cause one, it's listen, I I don't have time to be keeping up with all these people, and then you got to remember what conversation you had with this person and what conversation you had with another person. 
and it's difficult because what if you like pieces of this person and pieces of this person and then you trying to just build a bear you know you trying to build a man you trying to build a woman <laughs> Lydia <laughs> um so I just feel like it's it's difficult and I I mean when I was younger I, I dated multiple people because I wasn't serious I wasn't in a serious just phase I was in my 20s and I'm like whatever you know this is uh, living my best life but now I'm more intentional and even in my 20s dating was difficult because I would just zone in on one person and that's just how I am like when you got me you got me and when you don't got me you got you don't got me because I cut it off real quick but yeah so that's that's my um that's my thoughts on dating multiple people I don't I'm, I'm not a fan of it, but I feel like sometimes you have to do that because then you get too caught up on one person. Your emotions get involved too soon, and then you kind of set yourself up for failure if it doesn't work. So having kind of multiple people, it it means that you're, you're treading lightly. And it's like, okay, when you start getting to a point where you just wean another people off and because one person is stepping up to the plate, um, you know, I had one of my male friends tell me, um, made the best man win like that, that, that just date like that made the best man win, you know? And I, I saw a woman, an article, a woman had talked about that where she was like, yeah, uh, it's, it's made the best man over here. Like I'm single until I have a ring on my finger. So I'm not really forcing myself to fit into a box over here. And I, I agree with that philosophy, single until married because you know, some people just want to take you, want to be in a relationship with you just to take you off the market. Not really because they have plans to marry you. And at this point, like, I am want to be in a relationship with someone who I plan to be in a long-term relationship or marriage with. Like, what's the point of being in a relationship if, if yeah, if you don't have long-term plans with me? Um, let's see. LC said me too and I feel like you will start comparing one to another when you are dating in triplicate right and LC is a fellow Capricorn too so I think she understand where I'm <laughs> where I'm going with this we just not really dating people um so Max said I like that very intentional with what you're looking for absolutely absolutely and I think you know I and I can't even say at this age because at this age people are still not serious I feel like at this age you should be but not everybody is on the same page you know um I've I've met people much older than me and they're still um you know not ready so um <laughs> Lydia said call him by the wrong ninja's name exactly I got I got try to set myself up for the okie doke you know you gotta put number one number two number three you know it's just too much confusion I don't need all that confusion in my life so that is where I am with it all I can't wait to talk to Bishop Davis next week. So DM me those questions, guys, on Sip with Joy on Instagram, or you can have your questions ready for Bishop Davis, Bishop Davis next week because he's he's a hoot. I he's got a great personality, and I'm looking forward to seeing what um, what kind of what kind of questions we get into and what what topics we're going to talk about next week. Um, 
Jennifer, hey Jennifer, she said, would you date someone with a signed pre-marital committed marriage agree? What is girl? What Jennifer? Premarital committed marriage agreement? Is that are you saying a prenup, or is that something else? Um. Okay, Lydia said I got real ninja problems. I can't. Max said I know you mentioned Capricorn. Would you date a Capricorn? I have dated Capricorns before, and that is uh, it can be a beautiful thing, and it can be a beautiful disaster. So I'm th okay. Uh, yes, absolutely, a prenup is necessary. The definitely. <laughs> have to have a prenup so at this and 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 if someone does not agree with that then we yeah we're gonna have some real problems i definitely believe that prenups are done in love and then um divorce is not done in love that's done when you just can't stand each other and you about ready to just exit stage left so i think that i don't think there's anything wrong with that i actually just had a conversation with a group this past weekend about prenups and you know it was kind of split down the middle like some people were like nah i ain't doing no prenup but it's like where did this get a negative a negative connotation i think it's it's something that's supposed to be seen as positive because okay i might decide to just give you a million dollars after you after you divorce so you can just go away you know make it easy peasy and of course you don't go into a marriage thinking you're going to get a divorce but i think it's important that you protect your assets and both both parties protect what you came in with and then if we start businesses together then you know we just split that down the middle and then we go our separate ways it should really be simple like divorce just really shouldn't be complicated and we really shouldn't have to pay a whole lot of money to get rid of people um but that's that's how that's how it's all set up capitalism at its finest Robin said, at this stage in life, a prenup is a must for them and for you. Absolutely. In caps. <laughs> so, that is a must. You have, We grown now here, okay? Like, protect your pockets. Um, oh, that's funny. That's, uh, as Lydia said at the same time, all these pocket pickers out here. Hell no. <laughs> Look. It's just real, and there's nothing wrong with that. And I don't know why there's again such a negative thought, uh, negative thoughts about prenups. It's not, it's 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 not a bad thing, and you should want that. You should want that. It's like once it's done. You, you, then you're done. Let's live our happily ever after lives. Max said prenups should be a requirement. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, I think we just have to be honest, you know, and have those conversations up front. Look, that's an early conversation. And that's the other thing, too. Like, I, you know, I tell people up front, I want to be married. I want to have children. And then I find out early on if they don't want kids, you know, if they don't want kids, if they have kids, if they pending divorce. Like, there are questions that you just must ask <laughs> up front. We're not waiting until the 13th date to get to these questions. I need to know now because, as I said before, I'm intentional about dating. Even if you you may not make it past the third date, but at least I know where you stand because, one, I know that having children is important. I want a life partner. And if you don't want any of those things, well, it's been real unless we've agreed to be travel bays or, you know, seasonal companions. I'm just, yeah, you have to have those conversations up front. 
LC said, I think people think prenups equal. I don't trust you. Yeah, they think they think that I don't trust you. And I also think people, well, were you going into this already thinking that we're getting a divorce? No, that's the opposite. I want to make sure we're both taken care of in the event, you know. So, um, yeah, I, I don't I, I, I think that it's a good thing that we're. And that I think it's a mature thing to do. And it's we're both protecting our assets. We both built things. And you're just protecting it. But that doesn't mean that I'm going into this thinking that we're going to get a divorce. So, yeah. Y'all out there that are on the fence about prenups, you know, reevaluate it. Look into it. Look into it. Because it's something that you all both agree on. You can also have post-nuptial agreements if you didn't do your prenup. You can do that, too. After you get married, you will still put that in place. Look into that. Talk to your attorney about that. I do not give legal advice. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, but yeah, there are lots of things that you need to talk about uh, early on, you know, just to, just to clear the air, especially at certain stages. When you are intentional about dating, I think that, and you're intentional about what you want, just ask those hard questions. Um, there's a game that I, I, I like called, well, it's, a, it's an app called Paired, and I think it's a good way to get to know your partner. You talk about finances, you talk about intimacy, you talk about all these different things, and even for you married folks, maybe you want to play it too. It's called Paired, um, but it's a series of like quizzes and games that you can play with your partner, and I think it's really cool because sometimes we don't think of all the hard questions, but it forces you to you know think about what your partner likes from your perspective and vice versa. And sometimes you realize, hmm, either that person really don't know a lot about me or I don't know a lot about that person. And then you can have conversations about things. So they really should bring me on as a brand ambassador. But anyway, uh, Paired is a really good app. I love it. And I think it's a really good way for you to get to know each other. Um, Robin said marriage is a contract and the prenup is part of the agreement. Leah said like an addendum. Right. All of that. All of that, you know, and then there are people who I, I was talking to, gosh, I've been having a lot of conversations these past weeks, but I was talking to somebody about Oprah and Stedman and like common law marriage. There are certain states where it's common law marriage and how to, you know, avoid, avoid the, uh, how to find loopholes with that. Because if you're living with the person, I was like, I believe that Oprah and Stedman are probably maintaining separate residences to avoid the marriage because ain't no way Oprah's followed into that trap. Oprah got contracts for days, I'm sure, for Stedman to sign. So, um, yeah, Stedman, Stedman knows what's up. He is not a fool. Uh, Tiffany said, I wish that app was around 2004 when I got married, right? <laughs> Um, yeah, it, it, hey, it's not too late, Tiffany, you can still do it, you can still do the app and, and, uh, incorporate that into your marriage, but it's so, um, it's so good, but anyway, um, yeah, have the hard conversations, y'all, um, you know, cause, uh, I might fool around and get, get me a, get me a Stedman, um, Max said, is he still around, cause Oprah doesn't mention him at all, oh, yeah, Stedman is around, Listen, Stepman ain't going nowhere. <laughs> That's going to be a whole notebook situation. Stepman is not going anywhere. 
Oprah's like, hey, listen, I need you to sign this. Just like Lori Harvey got these people signing NDAs. I'm sure Oprah is, is running a tight ship over there. She's a smart woman. Yeah. All right, y'all. Well, um, cheers to Oprah and Stedman and to those of you who are living your life on your own terms. Can't wait for next week's episode. I will see you guys next week. Bye.